Hi, Charles here from Nerve of the Phone Podcast, and you are listening to Tokyo Munchies Podcast, hosted by Kyle, here on the IndieBlastNetwork.com and on Anchor.fm. Stay tuned and get yourself some Tokyo Munchies! And hi guys, welcome back to the Tokyo Munchies podcast. I'm sorry I missed you on Wednesday. I just had a bit of a busy week, a little bit sick, but yeah, trying to get back on track and give you a podcast this Friday instead. Better than nothing, I suppose. So we're probably going to keep this one a little bit short today too, because I've got some other stuff to do. So let's get right into it straight away. We'll go through the Tokyo weather and the Japan news and then into today's topic... So, Tokyo weather today, it is Friday in Japan, it is 3.01pm, sorry, 3.01pm in Tokyo. Uh, temperature is a lovely 19 degrees, yesterday was a cracker, yesterday was 23, and sunny and clear, it was really good. So 19 degrees Celsius, and for you guys in America, that's 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Yep, alrighty. Precipitation, ooh, no, 40%. Yeah, it's looking to go that way. Yeah, 40%. Saturday looks pretty good. Sunday's gonna probably rain a little bit. Monday is definitely raining. Here we go. And wind is 3 meters per second. And that is pretty much it. That's the Tokyo weather. While we're here on the Tokyo weather, we'll talk about one other weather related thing happening in Japan right now. I'm not sure if you've seen it in your news feeds or in Yahoo or BBC or CNN or wherever you check your news, but apparently, allegedly, this is the earliest that cherry blossoms have ever bloomed in Japan in um, the earliest date since records began 1,200 years ago. That's some pretty impressive stuff. Um, yeah. I mentioned that in the last podcast last week, we were talking about the cherry blossoms, we were talking about Sakura snacks and candy and stuff. So, Japan's cherry blossoms, the earliest peak since 1812. Well, that's a while ago. So yeah, the earliest earliest blooming began 12,000 years ago. Hey, yeah, 12,000 years ago. Um, this is being tracked by the university in, Kyoto, in, in the city of Kyoto, collected by the Osaka University. The records for Kyoto go right back to 812 AD in imperial courts and documents and diaries. They were recording this. Exciting stuff. Um, The cherry blossom peak bloom of the year, this year? Uh, Actually, yeah, we're going right back on this graph. This is really, really cool. Um, Back to 812, peaked at around April April 20th. Yeah, and this year it's peak 26th of March. Wow. Oh yeah, oh, I got you now. Yeah, so peaking, yeah, peaking on this graph was around the 26th of March, 812, and this year, 26th of March, 826th of March, at 2021. See, that's what happens when you try to rush something. Take it nice and slowly. So that's a little bit Japan weather-related news. Um, jump online and Google cherry blossoms in Japan. You'll see all the nice pictures everywhere. I used to take photos of the cherry blossoms every year, but after a while, you're just like, yeah. If I take a photo of the cherry blossom, is this going to be on my phone? And if I share it online, is this going to be another picture of a cherry blossom online, which someone's shared? It's a little bit boring, really. 
So that is related to the Tokyo weather and part and parcel of the Japan news. And we're getting right into that now too. The Japan news, number one, number two, and number three. Here we go. Let's hopefully they're positive and we're going to skip any negative stuff. Go away, cookies, pop up. Right. Restaurants scramble to meet tougher elephant in the room precautions in Japan. Ah. Yeah, we know what's happening there. So that's number one. I'm going to skip that. Alright, Japan news number two. Murakami congratulates freshmen in the Alma Mata. Mata Mata? Whatever the potato. Acclaimed author Haru, Haruki Murakami delivered a speech at the Waseda University entrance ceremony on Thursday, offering words of encouragement to the about 1,500 freshmen in attendance. The world is very restless, but it's a wonderful to celebrate the start together, Murakami said in his address. That's nice to be positive. Um, number two. Government must make every possible effort oh, to prevent a fourth wave of elephant in the room. I wasn't even aware there was a third wave. I knew there was a second, but I didn't know there was a third. Oh, I suppose we're in the third now. Um, let's go. Let's try to find something a little bit nice here for you. Um, no. No. Uh, to go... No. Alright, that's pretty much it, guys. Um, yeah, so that's the Japan, that's Tokyo Weather, the Japan news. That is all done and dusted. Let's get into the reason why you're here for is to hear about Japanese snacks, chocolate, and candy. We've been talking a lot about chocolate recently. Oh, too much. It's my fault. I have a chocolate addiction. I'm sorry about that. Uh, last week we covered a lot of candies and stuff, and now today we're going to talk about snacks. It's Snackin' Friday here at Tokyo Munchies. So let's go into some of the best Japanese snacks. And we're going to start off with number this one here. Sanko Saika Cheese Almond. Now it's exactly what it sounds like. It's uh, cheese and almond. These are really, really, really good. It's like a little rice cracker, a little round rice cracker, about the size of an Australian 50 cent coin. So I think it's a penny for you guys in the US. I'm not sure. I don't know a penny. Yeah, it's, a, it's about the size of a 50 cent coin in Australia. It's a little rice cracker. And it's got a dollop of cheese on it. And then an almond stuck in the cheese. And these are seriously really, really good. The only issue I have about these is they come in this packet. And the packet, like in this big packet, and then inside the big packet, each cracker is individually wrapped in a smaller packet. So it's sort of like a waste of resources there and bad for the environment because there's excess plastic. And the other issue I have with these guys is they're just so good. They're so moorish, you just want to keep eating them. And that's a great thing for the company. That's what all companies want. We want you to love it and come back for more. But when I buy these, I'll annihilate a pack of these in about three minutes. They just taste so good. So that's like one of my favorite snacks. I'm going to have to email them and say, please, sir, make them in bulk boxes at a cheaper price so I can just get really fat eating these all the time. Ah, love it. Um, we'll talk about a few more here. Calbee, potato chips, consomme, panchi. So pretty much it's um, just your standard potato chip. Uh, it's consomme flavor from Calbee. 
Kalbi is like a major player here in the snack game. They have lots of different types of chips. Vegetable, meat, chicken flavoured, all different types. Consume is a great one. Ah, back another back to another Sanko. Sanko, Saika, special select, ten of the best. So this is the Gensen Ten Shuri Sumami Su. Shu. Shu. Get this pronunciation right. So this is like Sumami is a famous traditional Japanese snack. It consists of like different size and different flavored rice crackers um, mixed in with these little, mixed in with nuts sometimes and these little deep fried ball things and these little fish, these little like dried fish. And they're actually really nice. The, the, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of the dried fish, but um, yeah, if you're having a few coldies, yeah, a pack of these go down really nice. Um, yeah, you get seaweed balls, puffed edamame, umakuchi, which is spherical red and black rice crackers. So there's six little mini pouches, and you get this in like a little bag as well. So you open the bag and you get six little mini pouches. Price is not too bad, 270 yen, one pack, it's sort of okay. But I'd pretty much keep these for myself rather than sharing them and sipping on a cold super dry. Uh, let's keep going. Ah, another one from Kalbi, the Nori Shiro. Um, I like my Nori, I like my Wakame, I like my seaweed, seaweed, but I like my seaweed on sushi, or I like my seaweed like just eating it normally, like eating it like a piece of seaweed, or having it in miso soup like Wakame. But they have it's really popular chip flavor here in Japan is the nori shiro, like the salted seaweed. I don't really get into it. It's a little bit boring. It's just like that's oh, just a normal potato chip. It doesn't really crank my handle or grind my gears or get me excited. It's just a seaweed flavored potato chip. So I'm sorry about that, guys. It was a little bit boring. Um, a few other. These are mainly traditional Japanese snacks here, guys. So this is not any of the modern stuff. This is all the older stuff, which the older generation like. But it's still very popular and very prevalent here in Japanese snacking society. Um, next up, we have the Kameda Saika Happy Turn. With a name like that, it's got to be good. These ones I like. These ones are nice. They're a rice cracker again, oblong-shaped rice cracker. The salty and sweet powder, like and it's a sweet soy sauce. It's really nice, really crunchy. Um, the happy turn, I don't know why they call happy turn for. I suppose if you have one or you give one to someone, it's a happy turn. But they're just light and they're just really good to just munch like a machine. You can just smash these down. So, yep, that's a fun one. Um, another one from Kameda. Kami Kameda is a Seika soft salad. These are another one that I like as well. Um, these are bigger. These are a lot bigger. They're about a little bit bigger than the diameter of a Coke can. And there's lots of different flavors of these too. There's nori, like the seaweed flavor. And then there's the salt flavor, soy sauce flavor. They've got a soft salad flavor, which is interesting. It's just a pretty much plain rice cracker, which is flavored with salt and salad dressing. Um, the reason why I like these four, not this one in particular, they make another one which has uh, like a, a white icing on it, and it's really sweet. So the rice crack is really salty, and the white icing is really sweet, so it's a really, really nice combination. It's really Moorish. 
I have to start getting these on the shop and start selling them when I can start shipping again someday. When we can get the shop going again someday. I'm sorry guys, but I just can't do anything about it. Shipping is way too expensive now and Japan Post is just not letting us ship internationally. Not for a while. So let's keep going a few more of these and then I'll... Oh yep, a few more of these guys and then we'll have to let you go. This one is another one of my personal favorites and my kids love these ones too. From Calbi again, this is the Calbi Jagariko. Again, Calbi Jagariko comes in lots of different flavors. Jagariko is pretty much, it looks like a beefed up version of a McDonald's fry. And they come in these little cups and so it's a stick about probably four to five inches long. Depends on the size box, you can get a small size or a large size. So it's about four to five inches long. It's about the diameter of a pencil. And there's lots of different flavors of them. My kids love the mentai flavor. Mentai is a fish roe, the fish eggs. Uh, they also come in salad, pizza, cheese, chicken, barbecue. Oh, the list goes on and on and on. Salad's a good one too. It's a nice, easy to munch one. It's a bit of a weird packaging because they say salad and they have written in katakana on there, salada. Well, maybe it's hiragana, salada. But they have a picture of a carrot. And it's like, okay, well, that's not really a salad. Well, I might be wrong, but... Uh, but it's, yeah, it's flavoured with um, carrots and parsley and they're really nice. They're really, really moorish. As soon as you open up one of these little cups, you just want to munch them all. They're just crunchy but soft inside and just go down like a dream. So let's go for a few more. I'm going to skip these because they're really old traditional Japanese snacks and just not really sure you guys are going to dig it. But these last two we're going to talk about. This is one of my personal favorites again. When I first came to Tokyo 11 years ago, I was like walking around in a, in a daydream like, wow, everything's so cool. And I just wanted something to munch on, a snack which wasn't Western. And I picked up a bag of these from the local 7-Eleven. They're called Ama Noya Ama Noya no Kabuki Age. So I'll say that, I'll try that one more time. Ama Noya Ama Noya no Kabuki Age. These are great. I, I sort of, the packaging is cool. It's got these little orange, black, and green stripes on the top and bottom. It's got a picture of a Kabuki actor's face on it, like the makeup. And these are really, really nice. These are like these are traditional senbei, which rice cracker, which the kabuki eat. And it's like a rice cracker flavored with rice cracker, which is deep fried, flavored with sweet soy sauce, loaded in carbs, but also high in fat. But it, it's really, really delicious. It just If you have a beer or a green tea and a pack of these, there's guaranteed that that packet of these kabukiyage are going to get smashed. They're just really, really, really good. I'm actually, damn it, I'm going to go buy some right now. Oh, not right now. We'll finish this podcast and then I'm going to go get some because they are good. They're really good. And the last snack we'll talk about today before we end this, we talked about this last week in the Sakura edition. Kameda Saika, Kameda no Kaki no Tane. I love these names, they're so interesting. So, Kaki no Tane, just cut the short name for them. Kaki no Tane. 
These are what we mentioned last week in the plum flavoured in relation to the cherry blossom episode. They're, the original flavour is just like a salt flavoured, salt with a little bit of soy flavoured, and the flavour we talked about last week was a plum flavoured, but my personal favourite is the wasabi. It's really, really good. If you listen to last week's podcast, you'll know that the Kameda Kakinotane, it comes in a bag with six individual packs inside. Inside those individual packs, you get these like half moon crescent shaped bite-sized rice crackers that resemble a seed, which is called tane in Japanese. And you get nuts as well. And they're just the the rice crackers are flavored with wasabi and the nuts get a bit of wasabi flavor rubbed off on them too. And they're just so good. They don't have that really super strong knock your socks off wasabi rip. It's just like a slight tang. And again, man, if you're drinking a beer and you have a pack of these, you're just going to annihilate them. They're really, really good. Um, well, that's pretty much it. I could go on forever talking about all these Japanese snacks and stuff going on here. But I know you guys are busy and I've got some stuff to do too. So we're going to wrap this podcast up right now. Um, stay tuned next week, guys. I'll try to get back on schedule for Wednesday. Also, check in the description above, and if you'd like to help support me keeping the podcast going, click on the Buy Me A Coffee link and buy me a coffee, please. It's much appreciated. So, this is Carl from Tokyo Munchies. I hope you have a great evening, a great afternoon, a great day, wherever you are. Happy Easter, and we'll see you next time. If you get the munchies, we've got the munchies. TokyoMunchies.com